0: What is up, everyone? It's Quinn here, and in today's video, I'm gonna be talking about three league-winning running backs that I think you guys should be looking to target in your fantasy football drafts. These are gonna be running backs that are actually going outside the first two rounds in terms of ADP, and they're also gonna be going outside the top 12 running backs. So technically, these guys are like RB2s in your drafts. I just think these are guys that can put together some high ceiling seasons. And if you're them outside the top 12 running backs, I do think they can deliver you some serious upside for your fantasy football rosters. Uh, before I do jump into those players, I wanted to let you guys know that I've linked my rankings um, down below in the description. So you can see my top 200 rankings, both one quarterback and super flex, you can make your own copy. There's like a thing where you can check the players off so you can see which players have already been drafted. If you guys do wanna use those in your drafts, that is gonna be down below. So just wanted to uh, let you guys know about that. But let's just jump right into it. So starting off with my first uh, league winning running back, it's gonna be Jameer Gibbs. If you've been following the channel, you probably knew Jameer Gibbs was going to be in this video. He's been drafted as the running back 14 at like the round three, four turn. He's pretty much been one of my favorite targets all off season long it does seem like his price is rising, especially like in more competitive leagues. In super competitive leagues, he's honestly going like early third round pretty consistently, but according to Consensus ADP, which takes into account a bunch of different platforms, he's still going after guys like Najee, Mixon, Ramondre, and Travis Etienne. I'd be taking Jameer Gibbs over those four guys that I just mentioned. Um, running backs picked within the first 15 picks of the NFL draft have a great track record in year one. Six of the last seven picked as a top 15 guy have been running back ones in their rookie seasons. He's also stepping into an offense where we just saw DeAndre Swift finish as the RB16 in points per game. And he had an RB16 finish while only having a 37% opportunity share every week where he disappointed in Swift's usage. We thought he was being underutilized. You know, it was clear the Lions didn't fully trust DeAndre Swift, and he was still the running back 16 in points per game. That is the role you're throwing Jameer Gibbs into, but I can almost guarantee that you are not spending the number 12 pick in the draft on a guy who you're going to give a sub 40% opportunity share to. So I think he's going to play that similar swift role in terms of being a really strong pass catcher, but I do think he'll have a much bigger piece of the pie in terms of this offense. We know Jameer Gibbs is an elite pass catcher. The Lions are in need of weapons to go alongside Amon Ross St. Brown especially with Jamison Williams suspended to start off the season. So I think Jameer Gibbs is going to have that elite receiving upside. I think the Lions are going to be one of the better offenses in the NFL. And I think in general, people are just sleeping on Jameer Gibbs' workload. I think he's going to have a super strong workload through the air. But last year, we saw DeAndre Swift average around seven carries a game. I think Jameer Gibbs probably builds on that. And if he's closer to like the 10 carry per game area he's actually putting together a pretty solid overall workload. So big fan of Jameer Gibbs, especially if you're playing on like a more casual platform or in like a more casual league, you know, just playing with your buddies, coworkers, whatever it is. I do think uh, Jameer Gibbs can be a great value in your drafts. Now, the second league winning running back is going to be Brees Hall. He's being drafted as the running back 16 in a mid fourth round pick. And even after the Dalvin Cook signing, I'm still very in on Brees Hall here. I'm definitely not expecting him to be like a running back one, top 12 guy all season long. But I think he's someone who's going to end up being huge in the back half of the season. That's why I think he's going to be a league winner here. Um, he's back at practice from that ACL tear. It's clear the Jets don't want to rush him back, which obviously explains them uh, bringing in Dalvin Cook. But I think we also have to remember that this is not like you know prime Dalvin Cook. He's had a fall off in his efficiency over the past two seasons and he has a uh, history of shoulder injuries. So it's not like the Jets are bringing in this like stud elite running back. Like that's just not what Dalvin Cook is at this point in his career. He's still a solid back, you know, a decent option could probably lead a certain number of teams, but I don't think he's going to come in and just take over this starting spot. I'd be pretty shocked if that happens. I think early on in the season, this is probably going to be close to like a 50-50 split. The Jets are going to ease Brees Hall back. Um, you know he's going to be their running back of the future, so they're not going to try to you know wear him out early on in the season. But I think once Hall is back to 100 percent or you know close to 100 percent, I do truly believe he's going to take over as the running back one. And I know some people are concerned about the ACL tear; they don't want to bet on a running back coming off of it. And I do understand that, but it's not like you're not getting him at a discount, right? Like if he wasn't coming off the ACL he would probably be at worst like a round three pick. Now he's being picked in the uh, mid round four as the running back 16. So he's kind of the profile I wanna bet on when it comes to an ACL tear. Only 22 years old and a freak athlete. So like this is the guy who's gonna be able to rebound or should be able to rebound here coming off of that uh, injury. We look back to his 2022 season, in only seven games, he averaged 16.4 PPR points per game on a sub 50% opportunity share. So he was getting less than 50% of the work in that Jets backfield and was still the running back eight in points per game. So I think that just kind of points to the success that Breeze Hall can have this season. He's not a guy who's going to need this ginormous workload to be a fantasy running back one. He kind of has like that Tony Pollard level efficiency. We saw the same thing with Pollard last year. He was a top 10 running back with, I think it was like a 48% opportunity share. Brees was at 49. So very, very close there. And if we do give Brees Hall a workhorse role, like he's in a running back one overall contention. In a split with Dalvin Cook, I still think he can deliver you a running back one season. You're getting him as like a high to mid-tier running back two. And I kind of feel like his season outlook is similar to what you kind of consider with a rookie, where rookies, they come in, they may struggle early on, you know, they may not break out in their offenses. And they may not be great in your lineup early on, but they can end up turning into league winners down the stretch to really just dominate your fantasy seasons. Like Jonathan Taylor's rookie season comes to mind where early on he wasn't great, was kind of in a split. Then over the last chunk of the season, he just like dominates. I think that's what we could see here with Brees Hall, not to mention the fact that this offense is just better overall, right? Like they added Aaron Rodgers. He was already really strong in that poor offense last season in those seven games. So I am a fan of Brees Hall. I think in more competitive leagues, his value is probably gonna be like, you know, about where I have him. Like I have him as like an early fourth round guy, like a three, four turn pick. Like if you're getting him there, I think it's fair value. I think the serious value is gonna come in in your more casual platforms where he's gonna be falling late fourth round, maybe even fifth round in some of your drafts. If you're getting him at that point, I just think he's a smash pick in that area. Now, my third and final league winning running back is going to be Damian Pierce. He's being drafted as the running back 18 in the mid-fifth round, and Pierce is someone who has been a massive riser in my rankings, and I haven't been someone who's like historically really high on Damian Pierce. I think he's had some legit question marks throughout the offseason. He's a day three running back pick. I typically don't like betting on those guys because historically, like those day three options have very little job security. They can easily get replaced, whether it's the draft, free agency. Teams just, you know, don't really value those options. We saw it with James Robinson. We've seen it with Elijah Mitchell. It's happened to a ton of guys before them. And then also, we look back to last season, and Damian Pierce was really strong on the ground. He was a great runner, but he wasn't able to work out a significant role as a pass catcher, which, if you're playing on a bad offense and you're not getting receiving work, it's just not a great situation to bet on. Um, the Texans added Devin Singletary. We didn't exactly know how this, like, you know, Texans offense would operate. How would they use these running backs? What would the split look like? But from what we've seen in the preseason, things are looking pretty great for Damian Pierce. Um, in the Texans' last preseason game, he played every snap on the team's first two drives. They were playing their starters. He played 14 out of 14 snaps, and not only did he play on every snap, but he also ran a route on every single dropback. Typically in the preseason, teams will actually like go out of their way to mix up their personnel that's not what the Texans did. They just gave Damian Pierce that workhorse role. I think the fact that he dominated the opportunities is a fantastic sign moving forward. And even if the Texans aren't going to be a top offense, um, volume is going to be king at the running back position. If you're getting solid volume, you have a nice workload, even on a bad offense, you can still put up some really, really strong fantasy numbers. At this point, like Pierce looks like he's on his way to having one of the higher opportunity shares in the NFL. I actually have him as my running back 15, jumped him up a few spots um, since I went through my last set of rankings. I view him as a mid fourth round pick. I really didn't think I'd be this much higher um, than consensus on Damian Pierce, but I'm pretty much like a full round ahead of ADP. I have him ranked right behind uh, ETN and Mixon. I have him ranked ahead of Najee Harris. I think there's an argument to have Damian Pierce as high as like running back 12. Like I think you could argue him ahead of uh, Mixon, ETN, maybe even Brees Hall. Like I wouldn't put him that high, but I do think the argument can be made. Like that group of Hall, ETN, Mixon, they all have their own pros and cons. So I do think that argument, like I said, could be made. But I do think at the very least, Damian Pierce belongs in with those guys. What we saw in the preseason was very encouraging. Like I've been kind of talking about, we didn't know exactly what this split would look like, but Devin Singletary is not some sort of world beater at the running back position. So if Damian Pierce truly is the guy that people thought he was last season, then he should have a decent opportunity to have a very large role in this offense. So I think he definitely provides some upside here in the fifth round as like a mid-tier running back too. He's the type of player I want to be betting on in like the quote unquote running back dead zone. So those are going to be my three league winning running backs. Got Jameer Gibbs, Brees Hall, and Damian Pierce. Three players I'd be looking to target in your fantasy drafts. Like I said at the top, if you want to check out the rankings, those are going to be in the description. You can just make your own copy, um, check off the players. Like I said, no pressure to use those, but if you are interested, the link is there. Uh, If you guys enjoyed the video, do me a huge favor, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. Thank you all for stopping by and I will see you in the next one.